0: alphabet fly encyclopedic Marvel journey where i go through the official handbook of the Marvel universe with a guest we talk about all the characters and we know and love and have forgotten as well my name is jesse cooper and with me today is the fantabulous rob london hello i accuse you rob, of of uh something that would be real bad if I was an accuser like Ronan the accuser.
1: That guy's always accusing people of stuff.
0: I know. He's so accusing. Like you think he you you think he would know every time you point a finger, three points back at you. But really all he does is point his hammer. Yeah. And no fingers are pointing at anyone. What is your one sentence uh description of Ronan the accuser? Right,
1: a classic Lee Kirby villain. Uh, Ronan is uh, an agent of, and sometimes the head of the uh, the Kree government, and his mission usually involves dicking around with Earth.
0: Yeah, so much. Just he just really likes to just accuse people, and when he accuses people, he shoots stuff out of his hammer. What's his real name?
1: That's uh, Ronan, and he his occupation is accuser.
0: Yeah, oh no! Wait no took a little bit of the grandiose out of it the supreme public accuser of the Kree empire okay so you know like you know there's people below people below him are the accusers he's a supreme public accuser Ooh. does that mean there's private private accusers i
1: assume so you know you think your wife's cheating on you so you uh, you know call up your local uh, private accuser have him uh, take some pictures maybe threaten uh, the guy with a hammer
0: yeah, it's except it's a smaller hammer. Well, yes, and it doesn't shoot things. He just hits you with it. It's it's not as grandiose. Mm-hmm. Um, so his legal status is a high-ranking citizen of the Kree Empire. His birthplace is the planet Hala, and that's in the Greater Magellanic Cloud. All right. His marital status is unknown.
1: It, eventually, like yes, much later, he married uh, the Inhuman Princess Crystal.
0: Which is like the Kree create, created the Inhumans, yes. Just like the Celestials created the Internals. That's correct. Because apparently they needed a, uh, they needed a contest to see who could create the most boring race of people. <laughs> and I think I think the Celestials won by a landslide. Yeah, but I don't know well, Inhumans. Well, I mean mm. Eternals. It may be about to be a major movie franchise. I don't know. <sighs> I guess I just have to tr- trust Kevin Fee I, I guess I have to trust him. I guess. So far, he's led us in the right direction. So, yeah, we don't know if he's married or not, but I'm going to assume he's not. He is a uh, leader of the Kree accusers, a uh, leader of the Supreme Council of Central of the Central Government of the Kree Empire, former partner of Zerak in a conspiracy against the Cree supreme intelligence which we were talk about the supreme intelligence in a later episode in a later week called soup week Ooh! uh he first appeared in fantastic four number uh, issue number 64 5 in august 67 from the deadly lips of ronin i accuse Those lips are real deadly. You don't want (laughs) to... And also, from the cover of this, but also he looks like a white dude in this instead of blue.
1: Yeah, the colors on early Marvel covers were not done by the same people who did the cover. Colors for the internal stuff, so that's why the Scarlet Witch, for her first couple appearances, is wearing green.
0: But yeah, so he was born into Cree, uh, Cree aristocracy, which reports its ancestry... Back millions of years to the original Cree tribe of the planet of Hala, these aristocratic families are thus the original bluish uh, bluish-skinned Cree race, which traditionally possessed more legal and political rights of the uh, and greater socio socioeconomic success than the pink Cree. Oh, that's why there's so much variant. I didn't, th- I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that it was just the like the high class people, quote unquote, or blue. Yes, but it feels like they color most from blue nowadays. Yeah,
1: because otherwise they just look like dudes.
0: Do you think that was a commentary?
1: Uh, I think a bit of it, and I think part of it is you know we were doing um, Captain Marvel, like Marvel, who just had to be posing as a white dude.
0: Uh, oh, yeah, because because Captain Marvel would be—he was just a white dude instead of being blue, right?
1: So oh, usually now when you see him in stuff, he's a blue dude.
0: The Pink Cree are results of intermarriage between similar humanoids from other planets of the Cree Empire. So the aristocratic families of Hala like abstain from intermarriage with the Pink Cree, and it's just like no, you're like mudbloods, yuck. Get away from me. Ooh. But due to his high rank, he was immediately admitted to the accusers at the ju- junior rank junior officer rank among uh, after completing his education. And the accusers are a elite group of Cree government officials made up entirely of Blue Cree. They basically enforce and administer justice throughout the galaxy-wide Cree Empire. So, the ordinary Cree police and all government officials of plaintiffs within the uh, Cree Empire not inhabited by the Cree are responsible to the accusers. The accusers prosecute, judge, sentence, and execute all Cree below their aristocratic class that are accused of crime. So, basically, only the, uh, Basically, only the aristocrats, uh, people, or the blue-skinned, Cree, are they are allowed like actual trial trials. But if, uh, I guess, if you stole a bread from a blue Cree and you're a pink skin, they're just like bonk on your head and then you're just dead. The accusers strictly adhere to a severe Cree legal code, which permits death, exile, and forms of brainwashing as punishment for numerous offenses. In special cases, accusers go forth to capture alleged criminals. The accusers oversee the military operations for punitive and imperialistic reasons. And, uh, they also act as governors and high officials of planets, which the Kree, which the Kree place under martial law. I don't like the Kree. they too much Let's say that. No, they're, they're, they're a bunch of space jerks. No, they're space jerks. And, uh, they're imperialistic jerks. And the more I read about this, it feels way more like they're making commentary at this point. Because at first I'm just like, huh, it's just a little thing. Now it feels like they're actually making, like, commentary. Maybe not necessarily, like, on skin color. A lot of this is not about Ronin.
1: No, a lot of this so is just kind of generic Cree stuff.
0: Yeah, but we haven't really talked about much Kree stuff, though. No,
1: I guess you haven't got it's to like the Kree th- century yet. No, and then Marvel would be in the Book of the Dead.
0: Yeah, like honestly, there hasn't been a lot of Cree stuff. Like we mentioned stuff no. about the Cree. There hasn't been a lot of K- Scroll stuff either.
1: No, I guess Super Scroll would really be the only prominent one at the time, and he's coming a bit later.
0: And yeah, and like the only other prominent Super, uh, only other prominent Scroll I can think of that's recognizable, it would be like Elijah from the Dom- Tom Tom DeFalco right. run, and she wasn't around yet. And she wasn't. She's not around until the '90s. So there's not a lot of like prominent scrolls or Kree.
1: No, actually, I mean, she got. I got Paybok the Power Scroll
0: which is later. He was also, also
1: later? Uh, you got uh, you got Talos, the Tamed, who is going to be in that new Captain Marvel movie. Ooh! But I think he also is post handbooks.
0: Yeah, I guess people just use them as generic villains for the most part. But yeah, so um. So he was promoted to Kree decree Supreme Intelligence, leading a uh, fleet of warships against Skrulls in a major border incident. He's the third most important person in the Kree Empire. So only the Supreme Intelligence and the Imperial Minister rank above him. And he is addressed as Ronan the Accuser, which inspires great awe throughout the Empire. <sighs> And by awe, they mean fear, because all he has to be is like Jacuzz, and you're dead. Pretty much, because he's the supreme public accuser. As a supreme public accuser, he personally went on missions against the of the highest importance to the empire. Um, he was he was sent to Earth one time by the Supreme Intelligence to punish the to punish the Fantastic Four for dab for disabling a Kree Sentry. Which is a feat that could very few can estop- uh, that can accomplish, because Reed Richards is a science god. So the Fantastic Four defeated Ronan, and in Ronan and, and uh, Sue, intelligence was like you're not great. But then Ronan basically wanted to defeat the Fantastic Four because he was uh, scolded by Big Daddy Intelligence. Uh, the Supreme Intelligence, though, decided to just put Earth on watch instead of, you know, absorb them into their empire through subjugation. Ronan was a racist and disagreed with the Supreme Intelligence's liberal policies towards racial integration between the uh, blue and pink Kree with the non cree or with non cree humanoids because he thought that they'd be impure. Afterwards, if they, you know, they decided to like someone that didn't look like them.
1: Contaminating their precious bodily fluids.
0: Ronan, din- uh, Ronan did not believe that the Empire should be ruled by a non-humanoid entity, like the Supreme Intelligence. So, um...
1: you got to take orders bizarre. from, like, a weird tentacle head in a jar?
0: Yeah, who would do that? Losers, that's who would do it.
1: (laughs) It's like
0: one step up from Krang. So, uh, Minister Zurich and another Blue Cree, who was also a racist, wanted to form a conspiracy to depose him, basically. Um, But the Supreme Intelligence, being smart, learned about the conspiracy, and then had them both apprehended and imprisoned. Uh, Ronan had... Just widespread power and support from the entire accuser corps, the aristocrat, the aristocrats, and also much of the armed forces. So they his so his supporters freed him from prison, and he killed the supreme intelligence guard and seized control of the empire. Uh, shortly after, a new Kree-Skull of war broke out.
1: If it's Tuesday, the Skrulls must be warring with the Kree.
0: It was uh, not, It's not uncommon for them to fight, because... It's what they, they do. Just do. It's kind of what they do. They're good at a couple things. One of them is fighting each other. Unending war. So, the Supreme Intelligence, who was captured at the time, activated the latent powers of the Rick Jones, and... Sorry, latent psionic powers from Rick Jones... And then Rick Jones used his power to paralyze Ronin. This is when he was the uh sometimes body of uh, Well, actually no. He was the He he became the portal for Miss uh not Miss Marvel, uh Captain Marvel. Wait, am I thinking of that right?
1: Yes, they were there was a thing where like Rick Jones would swap places with uh Marvel
0: Yeah. Um so but in so basically, Rick Jones brain blasted uh, Ronan, and then the Supreme Intelligence took over. Uh, but and the Supreme Intelligence put Ronan under his sci- uh, psionic control and used him to fight against Captain Marvel. I'm actually getting kind of bored with him because like actually like actual like Kree politics stuff like really bores me.
1: Yeah, there's a reason that he was the least interesting part of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, although he's coming back in that Captain Marvel movie, uh, played once again by Lee Pace.
0: You know, I love I love me some Lee Pace. He has a real strong eyebrow game. Game.
1: I can't remember if he even has eyebrows as Ronan.
0: I don't know if he does. I all I know is that I really that like I can stare at Lee Pace like all day. So that's uh, he's very he's very beautiful in in pushing daisies. So basically. They, the Ronin's mind was like, was just basically constantly trying to fight Supreme Intelligence, Sion Control, while also being just like slapped down by the Sion Control, and he went insane. At one point,
1: and yeah, recently I guess he's uh, you know, he's been in control of the Kree Empire. He uh, married uh, Crystal, and I think they got annulled as a way to sort of unite the Inhumans with the Kree. That didn't work out.
0: I'm kind of done talking about him at this point in his history. It's just a bunch of politics stuff that honestly goes on for way too long. For um, So he's 7'5", weighs 480, has blue eyes, and uh, we don't know if he has any hair.
1: No, uh, I think in the movie at least he's bald.
0: I don't think we see him a lot without his... I think in the comics we've seen him without it and he has dark hair. I don't remember. I think we see him
1: in his youth.
0: But uh yeah, we don't know if he has hair because apparently he never takes off his accuser hood. Yeah, he he does have blue skin. Sometimes mistakenly shown as pink. So they do mention it in the book. Okay. So he is just a real strong person, like all Cree, but he's stronger than most Kree. So he can lift naturally about ten tons. But with his uh with his suit, which is like a powered exoskeleton, um, he can lift about 60 tons. So he's about as strong as the thing.
1: And he's got a hammer.
0: Yeah, he has a hammer that shoots like cool things out of it. He doesn't have any like superpowers per se. Um, I guess if he was, a, I guess by Earth people standards, he would be superpowered. But he's just kind of a normal Kree. He has a weapon called the Cosmorod. That's not a great... They could have just called it a hammer.
1: Yeah, but... uh, uh, Remember, that's only the approximate English translation for Cosmorod.
0: But, I mean, I would have just lied and called it a hammer. So it's a really powerful version of it. Yeah. Called the Universal Weapon. And uh, the Universal Weapons use, like, cosmic energy in some way. Disintegrate, rearrange, transmutate matter. So you know, cosmic energy stuff. Anything you wanted to do. <clears throat> you know, it can also make like force fields and teleport and whatnot. Um, his armor augments his strength and also makes him invulnerable to the universal weapons' effects. Uh, it projects a aura of negatism around him, rendering him. Uh, it also can project a negatism. To basically make him invisible, and uh, his gauntlets can generate sufficient coldness to place life forms, certain life forms, in suspended animation. Unable, though, to breathe on Earth, at in, breathe on Earth without taking a special breathing formula or using a special apparatus in his armor. Do you uh, do you have any interesting facts about Ronan? Because he's shown up in quite a bit he of stuff. He He always
1: turns up and stuff. I like him in Annihilation, where he's sort of presented as having sort of an honorable side.
0: Um, I remember liking him in I think it's a probably like mid-2000s comic called The Annihilators, I want to say. Yes, which that's, is basically uh, that's like
1: post-Annihilation. It's like all the big cosmic heroes.
0: As they say, the Alpha Plus or no, Omega Plus characters? Yeah. The ones that are too powerful to really have on a team, or it'd be unbalanced. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like Silver Surfer, Beta Ray Bill, Ronan the Accuser, uh, who
1: else? I think Quasar.
0: I always forget about Quasar.
1: And in fact, uh, tie into our last episode, there's a Space Knight on that team as well. Not Rom, I think it's a lady. Is it? Is it Star? No, it's, Star a, it's actually, uh, really looks like Rom. No, oh, Icon, with a K. Yeah, Quasar, Silver Surfer, Ronan, Beta Ray Bill, oh, and Gladiator. We have a Gladiator.
0: Oh, yeah, Gladiator. And
1: sometimes Nova.
0: Yeah, but it was interesting. I I understand why they didn't run for super long, mm-hmm. but it was interesting. Uh, yeah, I think we're pretty much done. All right. Talking about Ronan. I hope he's good in the new Miss Marvel movie. Yeah. Oh, I hope that movie's good. I I believe that it's going to be good. Looks well, pretty good to me. Who's the Who's the uh, director?
1: Oh, it's a it's a pair of directors.
0: I could probably look that up. I know they didn't have any information on it until like very recently.
1: Uh, let's see Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck.
0: Are they known for anything? I uh,
1: directed di- uh, Half Nelson, which is a uh, pretty good Ryan Gosling movie.
0: Hmm. Okay, so they're doing like a. Not super big. No, no, this is really their first big movie. No, well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I hope, uh, I hope that what we're seeing is representative of it. Which, huh. for the most part, I don't have nothing to believe that it will be. Yes. Um. So. Um. Uh. So I think we're pretty much done. If you can't think of any.
1: Nothing else. Interesting.
0: No. Wrote and stuff. So, uh, yeah, what's your plugs? All
1: oh. right. So, I, uh, I'm i on Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime podcast. We're going through uh, that series. Um, and I, I'm also a writer for the official Marvel Handbooks. So we have a new one coming out this December, the Spider Geddon Handbook. So, if you want to get in on the ground floor of that event, find out who the key players are, check it out.
0: Okay. Well, my name is Jesse. I have a podcast called. Um, Creepy critters, where I talk about uh, cryptids and lurid details with a guest. I also have a I also have a little cryptid called Dexstar. He is a cat with four thumbs. If you want to look at pictures of him, you can go to at Marvelous Mooch on Instagram. And if you'd like to see the pe- pictures of the people we are talking about, you can see them through at alphabet flight on Twitter or. You can go to, alpha, uh, at the the Hodgepod group face on the Hodgepod group on Facebook, uh, and there will be links in the description below below for both of those, as well as a link to my Patreon, where if I get uh twenty five dollars a month, I will do an extra episode a week where I talk about the pets of Marvel in the Marvel Pets Handbook. Um, do you want to hear about uh? Do you want to hear about Aragorn? It's the Black Knight horse that flies? Of course you do. Who doesn't? This has been Alphabet Flight, and may Madcap show you how truly mean this life is. Goodbye. Good night.